Hey, what's up? This is Basil Barrington. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Behind the Groove podcast. Today, we have a conversation with Sterling Doak. He is the director of marketing for Gibson KRK. We have a conversation about KRK studio monitors and much more. So let's check it out. So, wow, this is very cool, man. So let's let's get into this. Um, I guess we're already into it. <laughs> so uh, let everyone know who you are. Uh, what is it that you do uh, at KRK Music? And um, how can people get in contact with you, KRK Music, everything? Yeah, so I'm Sterling Doak. I'm the director of marketing at Gibson Brands. Um, so I'm primarily responsible for the Gibson portfolio, of which uh, KRK uh, is definitely a, a huge piece of that. Um, so I, I, I can be found. You, you, you can find me very easily online. Um, you can find me through LinkedIn. Um, KRKmusic.com is obviously the website where you can see all the products. Uh, we've got a great YouTube channel um, uh, that's KRK Systems, and I would you know advise everybody to subscribe to that. Uh, we're going to have a lot of really new, fresh, innovative content uh, on that channel in the coming months. Um, so I'm, I'm incredibly excited, uh, just to kind of be a part of your audience and, and kind of stoke, get, get some people stoked on KRK. Exactly. Now, you know, I've been trying to find, uh, what exactly does the acronym KRK mean? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. can, can you just let me know or let everyone know what does KRK stands for? Yeah. So the. The originator of KRK was a, uh, a gentleman named Keith R. Uh, I, I believe his last name is pronounced uh, Clowder. Uh, so KRK is his initials. Um, and, and Keith was a, a mix engineer and the company was founded by him back in the 80s. And, you know, it was, uh, it was uh, you know, the mother of necessity type of situation where he was just dissatisfied with the types of technology that were out there, uh, especially in terms of monitors. And so uh, he engineered his, uh, he engineered the company, engineered the first set of KRKs. So that's where I, I had the same question you did, um, honestly, because I never thought to ask. So yeah, it's, it's, it's the band's initials. Wow. That's pretty interesting. Now you guys yeah. have, you know, essentially two sets of uh, monitors. You have the, the um, very popular rocket line, and then you have the V line. So what's the yeah. difference between the two? So it's, it's actually expanded just a little bit because we've got classic fives now right, um, right, right, as exactly. well. Yeah. You know, I, I guess the, the way to look at the portfolio is um, when, when we were engineering the line originally. And, and of course, you know, these are these are versions. We're on kind of generations of different product. The Rockets on a, a fourth generation. Um, and, you know, I think as we looked at the portfolio, we wanted to make sure that there was something for everybody at every price point and for every kind of use of, you know, use case and circumstance. So, you know, the, I think the primary difference between the V series and, and, you know, I won't come at this from an engineering standpoint. I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm not the engineer in the business, but um, I have used all these products. And what, what I kind of just, the way I position this is, I, I would say if you're, if you're, if you're looking to set up more of a professional studio, um, the V series is definitely the way to go. Uh, the, the responsiveness is there. You've got, you know, fours, sixes, eights. Um, what I love about the rockets though, is that, you know, that's kind of our technology play, right? Um, you know, you're, you're, you're able to really use the graphic EQ on the back of the, the rockets to really fine tune for any of your environments. Um, 
in a classic five is just kind of more of a, you know, that's more of a plug and play. That's, you know, that is you, you need just a, a reliable set of near field monitors. Um, you know, you're looking for the, the basics to, to get set up and that's kind of what your classic five is. And it's a great price point for that. So, you know, you've, you got classic five, you've got a rocket five, which is a bumped up a little bit on the technology. You can go to larger sizes with the rocket seven and the rocket eight. You start talking about the V series, you've got a four, you've got a six and you can eight. So, you know, what I, what I always tell people about KRK is that it really just depends on your use case. You know, if you, if you feel like you need the technology and you, you want a more advanced EQ system, the, the rocket's the way to go. If you want to just plug in and start getting going, classic fives are a great place to start. Um, and if you're really trying to, you know, to, to boost things up and make that professional play, then, you know, I would, I would guide people to start kind of looking at the V series. And, you know, the other thing I always want to mention to everybody is not, don't, don't leave out the subs as well. Cause we, we obviously have a subs line. So we've got eight tens and twelves and, you know, I, I think as a younger man, what I didn't really recognize, and and it's interesting because we, when we were producing, I, I started out producing in my twenties, and we had our we had our you know early generation rockets, but when it was time to like hear the bass, we would take everything over to just you know home stereo speakers. I think we had a pair of like <laughs> it's like it's like four sets of Pioneer 12s or something like that. The base on those were pretty <laughs> serious though, right? They were almost like, yeah, remember super, the, um, right. The old technique had um, some home speakers too, that had really good bass too, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that was, you know, that that's how we used to do it back in the day. Throw, you know, throw home speakers in the trunk because, you know, we couldn't quite afford uh, subs yet. But what I really didn't recognize is the power of having a professional sub in the studio. So, you know, now I'm, I'm, I'm pushing my V series sixes and I've got an eight inch sub and, you know, it's like going from black and white into color. Sometimes, you know, you're, you're, you're missing out on a whole dynamic range when you don't have that, that base path covered. So I always want to kind of stress as well that it's always good. You know, you're, you're going to need to, to monitor and get flat response out of your monitors to, to get a clean mix. But don't leave, you know, don't leave the base out. Uh, you got to have the base as well. And, um, you know, our, our, our baseline is, is unbelievable and we're getting ready to refresh that line as well. So we've got new eights, new tens and new twelves coming out, um, with a little better response and a, a little bit of a different packaging. Um, so I'm really excited about those as well. So we'll, that will mark that as another one that we need to to get over to you because I'd be I'd be really interested to hear your thoughts on on our subs. Do do you have any of our subs right now? Are you? I don't have any subs. Um, not not KRK subs. I do have uh, um, some uh, QSC subs, but those are you know basically party speakers. Subs are very interesting uh, if you know how to use them. Not a lot of people know how to hook them up. Know how to use them. Yeah. Um, and I must admit, um, I've never had a pair of uh, a sub in my recording studio. So this is, yeah. you know, if I am able to like uh, receive a, a sub, I'm definitely yeah. going to be interested in seeing how does that work in my space? Because I have a, a small space and I do have a good bass response from my monitors. And obviously the KRK Rockets have a really good bass response. But I want to see what that extra sort of like, you know, kick on like a sub um, how yeah. that would work with my uh, studio monitors. Let me ask you a question, right? So KRK, you know, you have this like uh, the yellow iconic sort of woofer yeah. and now you have the tweeter as well. Like how, how did that come about, 
part uh, come about because that's that's Kevlar. And yes. <clears throat> the first thing I think of when I hear Kevlar is, you know, you know, Kevlar military, yeah, you yeah. know, right. You know, I mean, yeah, right. I first heard yeah. of Kevlar, you know, during, I think, Desert Storm or something like that. So yeah. what sort of R&D was put into um, thinking about, hey, Kevlar is actually going to be a great material to use in studio monitors? So I'm going to give you the I'm going to give you the 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 engineering answer that I that I that I reliably know to be true. Okay. Um, and and really it's about as I understood it because I, I asked the question as well. Um, and I want to hear from in in layman's terms. Mm-hmm. So I'll kind of give it to you in layman's terms. Um, it has a lot to do with the internal damping, uh, damping and and controlling the diaphragm response. And and that's really all about breakup. And I think what what the engineers have told me is that they want to be able to have a uh, a system that allows you to really, really push it hard and not have the breakup and not have the damage. Now, I will also tell you again, I, I, you know, I mentioned this a lot. I'm not I'm not very precious with with stuff. It's just, you know, I tend to beat up guitars and and um, I try to take care of my stuff, but uh, I'm not super precious about it. And, um, you know. Kevlar is super strong material and it's really hard to damage. Um, So, you know, you're on one hand, there's, you know, there, there's a, there's, you're, you're getting really good response out of this material. Uh, It's helping to not damage the speakers themselves because I've been there. I'm sure we all have, I've blown out monitors because I just yes. <laughs> push them too hard because I make beats. I'm, I've got heavy duty kicks. I've got heavy duty sounds. And you know, when you've got headphones on, it's kind of, it's, it's hard sometimes to recognize how hard you may be pushing something. And then I push it really hard through the monitors and I've, I've blown speakers. Um, and I mean, literally smoke coming out of the back blown up. And I have never had that issue with KRKs. I push these things super duper hard, too hard. My wife comes up to my studio sometimes and she's like, Hey dude, like, let's just, let's just bring it down. (laughs) But, um, so I think there's that, I think there's applicability uh, sonically, but there's also that applicability of, you know, just there's a really hard to break and damage. And so that means you're going to have a longer lifespan with your monitors. And I think that's what we all want. Right. You know, I, we don't want to be replacing monitors all the time. We want to we want to be able to use them uh, as hard as we want to use them and not have them, you know, get destroyed. Right. You know, that's that's a very good point. I mean, I've uh, my 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 existing monitors. I have two sets, obviously, the KRKs. But I've always in my I guess over the last eight to 10 years, I've always had a set of KRK rockets. It, I just need need yeah. those rockets because, you know, sometimes I want to hear something sort of flat, but then when it's ready to just, you know, turn it all up and sort of yeah. uh, get that base out of like, you know, what I'm trying to create the KRKs, yeah. they definitely, you know, deliver that as well. Um, you yes. spoke about um, KRK um, releasing or about to release a lot of new products, the headphones. Like I said, I love these headphones. I've never had a yeah. pair of headphones this long for eight years. Um, and use them I, on a daily basis. That. That's, that's an anomaly. That's that's awesome. And you know that's the awesome. other cool thing about the uh, the eighty four the eighty four hundreds are um, KRK. They gave you a nice little pouch that to put in the headphones came in. You know, 
Yes, exactly. You know, so it's, and that was like yeah. eight, 10 years ago. And it's just like, wow, this is pretty cool. And you have the removable cord. So I'm l- really looking forward to like, um, what these new, uh, 8400s and 6400s are going to look like. Um, so let me ask you this here. Okay. You, again, you have the rocket line, you have the V line, you also have yep. the classic, classic fives. Um, yep. where, which in terms of recording studio pros and or bedroom producers, where would you put the rockets or would you say the rockets are more like a, um, you know, like a pop, you know, hip hop dance music style of monitors and the, the V series is a more prosumer, you know, recording studio with the, uh, you know, SSL 9,000 board and everything. Is, is it, and, and obviously the, the, uh, the classic fives, I mean, would you even compare those to like a, 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 um, a Yamaha NS10 in terms of its uh, response? Right. I think the way I would answer that, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to kind of roll into my own, my own, uh, my own personal way that I've used rockets or I've seen rockets used and I've seen V series used. And, you know, because you have the flexibility with the EQ system on the rockets, I think, they're, they're very flexible. You can use them in almost any scenario. You know, if you're in a professional studio or if, or if you're in a location that was kind of specifically built out to be a studio, then you can plug a, a set of V series in and you can get going right away. You don't, you don't have to adjust anything because you're in a space that's kind of built for making music and, and monitoring and, you know, you're using kind of a, you know, sound proof space. And, and so you kind of just get going. What I love about the Rockets is you can literally, you can start a studio in your bedroom without a lot of sound dampening, uh, and you can tune those monitors to the space so, so easily mm-hmm. and get great sound out of them that I think that that's really about that flexibility is that you can put a Rocket in any situation and you can get good sound out of it because you can change the sound a little bit yourself. Yeah. So the way I always kind of position this is it's kind of, de- it, it's determined by your situation. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking to start a home studio and, you know, you don't have a soundproof room or you may not have, you know, an exa- you know, you're sitting in a box a lot of times. Right. And so we, we, you know, we, we start to do content now that, that starts to talk about this kind of stuff. What are the use cases? And I, this, this is what I'm kind of really big into and spreading with the brand right now is really bringing this down into practicalities, you know, depends on your space. Uh, it depends on your motivation. It depends on what you're trying to get out of your music. Um, it's, it's hard to pigeonhole some of this stuff into different genres, but, you know, I, I will say that, you know, if you want to call the rocket series, the, the flattest, most truest monitor out on the market, I don't think that would be a true statement. But what I can tell you is that you can change it to your needs. You can get it to where you want it to, to get to. So you can be in any genre and, and you can EQ those monitors to, to whatever you need. Um, and to your point earlier, I think across the board with KRKs, there's just a, you know, I, I know we don't like this word coloration uh, and we're looking for, you know, kind of the mythical unicorn flat sound. But if you've got a, a set of monitors that's not giving you uh, some personality and a feeling of kind of being at home with what you're listening to. If you constantly feel like you're struggling with your mixes, um, anybody I've ever talked to that's used KRK, myself included, 
And, you know, many of the artists that we work with always ask this question and it always kind of comes back to the same answer, which is they just find them easy to use uh, and they find them very reliable. Yeah. And I think that's the most important point. Um, you know, I've certainly had monitors that I've bought where I just can't, I can't put my finger on it, but I'm just not liking what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay right here. I'm, I'm, I'm okay in between my ears. I'm okay. I know what I'm doing, but I'm just not getting the response. And then the, the, the first time I plugged these V6s in and I had, was working in the middle of a project with some friends and I went from a different set of monitors to these it was almost like, oh, yeah, okay, all right. There's some there's some juice here now. There's some personality. So um, our engineers, I think, are just they they do a fantastic job in recognizing that it's not always it's not a race to be the the flattest, but it's a race to kind of build the best technology uh, for the use case. So that's why you have these three different, you know, that's why you have these three different series, because it just really depends on what you're trying to get out of your music and where you're actually doing that work. You know, I think it makes a lot of sense. You know, you, you have the V line, the rockets and the classic fives. I'm really interested in checking out the classic fives, but in my opinion, the two most underrated products that KRK has are the 8,400 headphones and the Rocket 10s. No one speaks yes, about the Rocket 10s. Yeah. I mean, that's a yeah. triamp. It's, I mean, I've had them once. I, I, I reviewed yeah. them once and I was like, wow, these are super duper um, um, bassy, uh, loud. Yeah, they bang. Yeah, they bang and <laughs> you really need bang. to, and, and the reason why they didn't work in my application is because I just didn't have the space. I love how they sound. They kind of right. did everything, yeah. you know, with the, with the, uh, the triamp, you know, I was able to just dial in everything. Um, how's that, um, that line doing the, uh, the tens, the rocket tens. The tens the do well. And, and you're right. There's a, there's a very specific application there. You know, if you, if you try to stick some rocket tens into a home studio, that that's going to be overkill. Right. You just, <laughs> you don't have, you don't have the space, right. you know, you're, you're, you're just not, you know, you're not doing justice by not having the space. Mm -hmm. So, what we have seen is, yeah, for a, for a for a midfield, you know, if you're in a professional recording environment, um, that's kind of the, those are the go tos for those kind of bigger studios that that need the midfields. And you know, I was just at a studio recently, and um, the studio is outfitted with the classic fives um, right next to the desk, and then um, he had his tens up um, above the desk and and an eight inch sub. And it was like the perfect combination of being able to go back and forth and, and kind of reference between having just the classic fives on, uh, adding in a little bit of sub, mixing, okay, cool, shut all that down, go to the tens and get a different perspective. And you can definitely hear the difference, right. but he, it was just interesting for that. I, that's the first time I'd ever seen anybody kind of going you know, between those two worlds and I said, what are you looking for? And he was like, I just, I want to make sure that the middle range response to me feels punchy in both situations. Mm -hmm. I still got clarity at the high end. I'm getting that from my classic fives and ensuring that I've got full clarity. Mm -hmm. I've got a little punch from the sub, but then when I shut all that down and I go to the tens, I'm getting more of that house party feel, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I remember that, that was the statement. I'm looking for the house party feel. 
And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. I never really thought about it that way. So <laughs> yeah, cool. it's, it's, you know, I, I think if you've got the space, um, and, um, you know, and, and, and you've, you know, if you need those, if you need mid, I just, I know people that don't use, you know, midfield monitors, um, very often as well, but, Again, I think it just depends on your your studio situation. Right. And here's the uh, last question here. Like, how, I mean, how does KRK make these awesome products and still uh, is you guys are able to sell these at a reasonable price? How is that done? I mean, you know, you can get a pair of eights for $500, $600. How are you doing that when all these other companies are just, you know, charging us uh really expensive dollars for like eight inch monitors. And it's just like, well, Hey, you know, here are the iconic, you know, rockets. So why not get these? Because, you know, they already have a track record. You guys keep those at a very low price, which is awesome. How do you do that? Yeah. You know, for us, it's a, it's definitely, it's definitely a strategy. And our, our perspective is that we're trying to, you know, democratize music. So you know, as I kind of stated earlier, it, I love it's, that. Consumer, consumers really don't want you to come out and, you know, kind of do the earth shattering, you know, newest, latest, greatest thing. What they want is reliability. They want to know that when they buy these and they plug them in, uh, that they're going to work and they're going to work reliably. But the other piece of that equation is you can't, you can't put it so far out of reach that, you know, somebody can't get a hold of them. And we're, we're trying to, to get people to make more music. And so we realize that we've got to make sure that 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 making music is attainable. Um, so it's a strategy for us to to maintain not only the quality standards but the price standards to ensure that anybody can get into a set of monitors uh, immediately, and that you can find something in the line that is appropriate for your situation. Uh, that is that's definitely that is at the forefront of our strategy every day. Well, you know, that is pretty awesome. I really appreciate that in terms of like what KRK does. I love that strategy, um, which is probably why, again, you guys are such an iconic brand. And, you know, yeah. you you see KRKs all over the place. My, I have a, a lot of friends uh, who have KRKs, but I have one in specific who still has the, I think, the original fives, the Rocket Fives, and he, and, okay. and white, yeah. and he still yeah. has them. <clears throat> and it's been yeah. like you know, over a decade. So Sterling, yeah. it was really cool chatting with you. Uh, let everyone know how they can, um, you know, check out KRK Music and where they can find uh, awesome products from KRK. Yeah, absolutely. Go to krkmusic.com. That's the site. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. We've, we've got our channel there. And uh, if you look for KRK Music on on Instagram uh, or Facebook or Twitter, we're there as well. Um, you know, just go follow our account. That's where we're going to have the, the the most up-to-date information on artists that are using KRK and new advancements in our technology and uh, and cool conversations like this. Um, yes. You know, th- this has been great that, that you invited me to come have, I you know, I'm a, I'm an audio nerd, so I love talking about this stuff. So this was, this was a lot of fun. Well, I really appreciate you. Uh, coming by and uh, having a chat with us so absolutely uh, again thank you thank you very much appreciate it thanks for listening until next time peace